God bless you and welcome to the Love Thy Neighbor Podcast Network. I'm your host, Anthony Wilson. And this week on Love Thy Neighbor, we're going to have a conversation with fellow podcaster Jason Marshall about the gift that so many people don't want, the gift of tongues. We're going to go into the Bible and see what the Bible actually says about the gift of tongues. There are extremes where some say the gift of tongues is demonic. Others say you're not saved unless you have the gift of tongues. But what does the Bible actually say about this incredible gift? You'll find out today on the Love Thy Neighbor Podcast Network. The gift that nobody wants with Brother Jason Marshall. All right, welcome to the Love Thy Neighbor Podcast Network. I'm your host, Anthony Wilson, and this week on Love Thy Neighbor, I uh, met an incredible brother, uh, my brother Jason uh, Marshall. How you doing, sir? Doing very well. Man, Yourself? Hey, man, I'm, I'm doing good, man. Now, now where, where are you at, Jason? Uh, you're in Michigan? That's correct. Yeah, I'm in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Um and so, Jason, uh, we met through uh, this this podcasting, you know, thing that we do. And um, what what who are you as a person before we get into the podcast? You know, what do you introduce yourself to everybody? Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said, my name is Jason Marshall. Uh, um, I love Jesus and, and uh, I love to serve him and follow him. And um, I've got a um, my wife uh, got a wife. I have a wife and uh, we have three kids. We, um, they're about off about 15 months apart. Uh, just one, just turned four and then two and one. So we, we've, uh, got our hands full in a good way. It's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I just live in Mount Pleasant and, uh, I actually work, uh, for my church. I, uh, we've got a, a, uh, a full-time childcare that when we took over the church six years ago, it, it had one already in, uh, there in place, and we took that over. And so um, what I do is I oversee the groundskeeping, and I oversee uh, some of the maintenance on the inside and some of the custodial and and just uh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Anything that needs to be done, we, we just try to get it done and keep on moving. So that's, that's who, I guess, who I am, I, if you will. <laughs> nice, nice. Now, me and you've talked, we've had a couple of conversations um, used to do a little coaching and, and things like that. And, um, you know, uh, you miss, you miss coaching. <laughs> um, you know, I, I never thought I'd say the, the day I, I never thought I'd say this, but you know, I, I, I do, but I really don't. Um, I mean, who knows, you know, I, I, I always enjoyed basketball and stuff like that. Um, but man, God is really just, he's moving me in a different direction. And, uh, you know, it's it's good. It, it's it's better than what I could have ever hoped for. It's it's really awesome when you know that you're in the will of God, nice. and you're being obedient to what He's wanting you to do, no matter what what it looks like, and no matter if it has the status that the world offers or if it's yeah. it's doing something simple. You know, it's 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 good. It's good just to be in His will, and 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 that just brings all sorts of, uh, you know, uh, it brings the good feelings, I guess, if you will, that that the other stuff that the world could offer. 
you know, could never do. So, yeah, it's good. Yeah, man. And it kind of brings me to, you know, my, my, my question I love to ask, you know, because you kind of led into it. What's your passion, man? Because it sounds like, man, you're passionate about the Lord, but I'm not going to speak for you. <laughs> no, yeah. No, I mean, you know, you know, all, all believers, we could probably we if you're a believer in Christ and you've been going to church for any amount of time, you probably know the, the correct answer to say, <laughs> you know what I mean? We could right. all say, yeah, I love Jesus, you know, and. And, um, yeah, but I, you know, God is, has, uh, built something in me. Um, and it's not me, it's all him, but where I just kind of have this, this, the servant's heart. And I'm not saying that to build myself up. I'm just saying that I kind of have this mentality where if I can do it to where somebody else doesn't have to do it, I'm okay with that, you know? And so, um, yeah, I mean, I guess I'm, you know, I'm really blessed with, with where I work. I, you know, for all the people that are listening and, and, and they don't work at a church or they're out having a quote unquote regular job, you know, praise God. God's not called everyone to be within the four walls of the church. He's right. called us to be light and salt and be out there. Um, and sometimes when we're just in the church, sometimes we can get a little, uh, what's the word I'm looking sanitized, if you will. We can get so <laughs> used to being around other, just other believers and we know the lingo and all that stuff. But, right. but yeah, I mean, um, but where I'm at, man, I am so blessed. Uh, it, it's it's awesome to to be able to get up and 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 just to be able to help the four walls of the church. Like I said, it's not for everybody, but this is where God has me, and and He, uh, yeah, He's given me the giddy up, if you will. I mean, it's it's awesome. Yeah, I, I definitely understand that. You know, uh, a lot of people um, who don't know me personally, you know, uh, this is all I do. I just I serve God. You know, I basically, yeah. I'm like you, I'm, I'm at the church, you know, pretty much every day. Um, if it's not, you know, discipling somebody one-on-one or, you know, teaching a Bible study or doing this podcast or, you know, this is what my life is about, you know, and, and you know, people can, um, can say, well, man, I envy that. But when I was working, you know, out there, man, I was, you know, the Lord was using me everywhere I went. And, and I just yeah. believe that that's what it's really about is letting the Lord use you wherever you are, wherever you are. I don't care where it's at. You could be, you know, uh, working in a booth somewhere, taking tickets. The Lord will use you in that place. You know, that was one of the things that that I do. If I do miss coaching, that's part of it is that ministering. Uh, to to those young people and and helping them or you know working in the school and and meeting people and so you know in every flow of life you got to say Lord use me where I am right I mean that's that's what we want right it's just hey I've I've given my life to Him He died for me now I live for Him <laughs> mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Romans twelve one talks about being a living sacrifice. There you go. <laughs> I heard you know what's the thing about being a living sacrifice if it's living. That means it can get off the altar. So you got to get it back on. You got to get, you know, get a hold of that self, that self-centeredness. And, you know, it, it, it rails up from time to time for sure with me. I'm, I'm definitely not <laughs> walking and yeah. 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 And, 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 and you, and you got to keep, what do you say? You got to keep that flesh under subjection, <laughs> you there you know, go. crucify that flesh, you know, and, and, it, and it's an everyday thing. It's not just a one-time event. Yes. You're, you're saved and you're in Christ. But then right. you've got to progress and grow. And so, yep. Um, yep. And so our subject today, I, I, I well, first, 
your podcast, uh, uh, you know, tell me the name of your podcast and, and what inspired it. Cause you haven't been doing it this long and you jump right into some heavy subjects on your podcast. So kind of give me a, 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 a understanding of what, what prompted it, what got you going on this podcast? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been doing it for about a month now. Um, uh, my podcast is called Abundance Christian Discipleship. Um, and, uh, yeah, really, you know, I've, I've always loved talking with people and, and trying to help people be- better understand. I mean, I'm, I'm on a daily journey, hourly journey of trying to understand the word of God better myself. Um, but any, any, anything that I take away from it, I love to share it with people. And, and my wife, you know, I don't know, two months ago or something like that said, you know, have you ever thought about a podcast? And like I mentioned with you, I, I'm, I'm as tech illiterate as it can get. I mean, I had to look up. Uh, I had to do a Google search to see even if it was possible. I knew nothing right, about right. podcasts other than I have to black out the screen so I can plug in my earphones and stick it in my pocket, you know? And so, um, but yeah, I just, uh, I started, you know, and it didn't resonate with me right away. It was probably about three, four weeks later. And I just thought, well, let me look at that. And so I looked into it and then I, uh, you know, thought to, to, to have the go ahead with it. And I, and I bought a microphone and, and downloaded some some stuff off the internet with some recording stuff and and then all of a sudden I just um you know went ahead with it now the the topic of the holy spirit coming upon and the baptism of the holy spirit same thing just different wording um was was something that the lord's been working on he's been had, he's had that on my heart for a while hmm. and so you know there's something where over the last couple of years uh, now I'm not I'm not in a speaking role uh, up in front on a platform or anything like that, but I just felt like the Lord over the last couple of years has been saying just to prepare, and and I don't know what that means. I'm not reading into it most of the time. Right. My ideas of what God's going to do is actually the complete opposite, but it's always <laughs> right. better. Right. And so, uh, but yeah, so I just I had been kind of studying and 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 jotting things down on my computer and putting it in the the format that if I was going to share it with someone that it would be something where they could understand it. And so I, that was, you know, that was a topic. Um, and, and, and real quick, yes, again, about, you know, the podcast. Uh, so basically I woke up at four o'clock in the morning and I'm not saying that to sound all spiritual. I just, sometimes I wake up in the night and I'll just grab my Bible and I'll just read, you know, and, and, and it had been on my heart, this idea about the podcast. And I'm going to read a couple of scriptures real quick. It says, you know, we all know the, the, the parable of the, uh, sower and the seed. Well, I'd always heard it in Mark. Well, then I, I came across it in Matthew 13 and, and verse 11. And I'm going to read a couple of scriptures real quick. It says, this is Jesus. Uh, he, he answered and said to them, because it has been given to know, or excuse me, has been given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. But to them, it has been, has not been given for whoever has to him more will be given. Well, what, what's the more that will be given the, the understanding. And he will have abundance. Mm-hmm. And so that word popped out on the page to me because I didn't know, well, what are you going to call it? You know what I mean? And, and that word abundance popped out to me. And I just, I thought that was, I thought that was good. So, and then it says, but whoever does not have, and, and what that is, the understanding, even what he has will be taken away from him. And then I scrolled down, I kept reading down in 19, it says, when anyone, and I'm an anyone, mm-hmm. hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, then the wicked one comes and snatches away what's, what was sown in his heart. This is he who received the seed by the wayside. So that just really ministered to me like, man, people just need to understand, you know, what the word says. You know, yeah, we sometimes people have a hard time like, where do I start? You know, 
right. never picked up a Bible. Do I start in Genesis and read just like a book or, or where do I start? And, and, and if you're listening, I would start in John and, 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 and maybe you have, uh, you know, a, a specific place where you like to point them to Anthony, but, um, but yeah, so it was just something where I just wanted people to, to better understand it. And if not that I've got all the answers far right, from that, right. but if I can just share what God has revealed to me, to me, then, uh, yeah, that's what I wanted to do. Well, man, I definitely thank you for, for getting that thing started because, you know, when I checked it out and I said, man, this is a real down to earth guy, you know, and a lot of people say, well, man, does, does, does he know how many people are listening to my podcast? Nope. I have no idea. I'm looking for the connection of the spirit. I'm, I'm looking, you know, is God saying, let's come together. Are you feel, you know, that's what I'm looking for. Um, when I'm talking to people, when I'm sharing with people, when I meet people, you know, and we and we had a great discussion just, you know, personally one on one and uh, just really glad to, that I've met you. Um, you decided to take on the Holy Spirit and and talk about that. And specifically, the one that I listened to was about the gift of tongues. I mean, you were talking about other gifts as well, but the gifts of gifts of tongues, I felt like, wow, that is a that's a that's a that's a tough one there because the gift of tongues is you know can be controversial to a certain extent. The gift of tongues doesn't just divide; it like takes the church and puts it in quarters. <laughs> you know, it's like you know it didn't just separate. You know, because you have so many different beliefs behind it, and you have these extremes, right? You have one side that it's the devil. You know, you have the other side that you're not saved unless you speak in tongues, you know, and the word of God is is on neither side of those extremes. It just says what it says. And that's what we talked about is just what is what does the Bible actually say? That's one of the things that I do here on Love Thy Neighbor is I go to the scripture and I say, what does it say? You know, I know what people are saying. Right. I know what people want to say. But what does the Bible actually say? And so uh, I want to take some time and let's, you know, dive into uh, 1 Corinthians 14. Um, and some of the observations you made, uh, I thought were right on and they just were so balanced. You know, they weren't and, and it was down to earth. It, it wasn't, you know, it, it's not that, you know, you don't want to be a scholar or whatever, but that's not the point. The point is everyday people are reading the Bible, right? And so yeah. some stuff is so simple that only a theologian can mess it up. <laughs> you know, right. it, it, you know, somebody who thinks they know that, that, that they have so much knowledge that they can make it confusing. But when we break it down to just what it says, man, there's a there's a lot that we can just learn from what Scripture says. So let's start off this way. You know, what were some of the observations, the things that popped out to you? right off the bat when you were beginning this study. Uh, and then we'll, we'll kind of go from there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and, uh, you know, to add to some of the things you're saying, you know, God, God is not a bully. He's a gentleman. <laughs> yeah. You know, he'll never, he'll never push something on you. It, it, this is a tongues is a choice. And, and, you know, some of us may have seen some things and mm -hmm. uh, just really been turned off about it. Or maybe, like you said, maybe we've had someone that we, uh, um, value their opinion. Maybe they've told us that it is not for today or it's of the devil and this and that. And so what I would just ask you to do is, you know, just go to God about it. Ask, ask God, say, Hey, you know what, what, help, help me understand this. You know what I mean? And it's okay to listen to people. And, and, you know, I, I hope you're listening to this and you can take from this. Maybe you don't believe in it, but um, you know, just, just, you know, listen to what we say, 
Don't let this determine the way you view it. Get in the word, see it with your own eyes, see it. But, but what I've got is I, I like to break it down with first Corinthians 14. I've got some cliff notes, if you will. Right. Um, (laughs) First Corinthians, and it's all in 14. So verse two says, for he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God for no one understands him. However, in the spirit, he speaks mysteries. So first off tongues, all, all tongues is it's, it's an angelic language. Now, first Corinthians, uh, 13, one says, uh, and, and that's a pretty common, uh, um, verse it says though it's, it's from the great love chapter. It says, though I speak, so I speak, I have to do the speaking. It's my choice mm-hmm. with the tongues, men and of angels, but have not love. I've become sounding brass or clanging symbols. So in that simple verse, we just see, Hey, there are, there is a spiritual language. There's, there's a, 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 a tongues of, or there's a, a language of angels and there's a language of men right now i'm speaking in english because i'm <laughs> i speak english right, <laughs> but, right. Yeah. so so i speak to god when i pray in tongues i'm not praying for, to somebody else i'm not trying to pray with them i'm praying to god specifically and it and and there is no understanding in my brain there can be um there can be revelation in that but and then a couple more real quick uh verse five paul says i wish you all spoken tongues you know, that, that's pretty black and white. Um, verse 18, I thank my God. I speak with tongues more than you all. <laughs> right, right. That's, that's pretty comical right there. Uh, verse 39 says, therefore, brethren, desire earnestly, earnestly to prophesy. And maybe we'll get to that. But just, just in case we don't, prophecy is something where just the simple gift of prophecy is where you give uh, edification or encouragement to someone. And because it's in a, a language where they can understand it, it's not in tongues because right. if it's in tongues, it's going to sound like gibberish to them. But if you give a simple gift of prophecy, you encourage them, they can understand it. So that's why Paul says, you know, earnestly desire to prophesy because we want people to not think we're crazy. We want to build them up. We want them to know what we're saying. But then he continues and do not forbid to speak with tongues. So, I mean, First Corinthians 14, if, if you just sat down and you had no understanding and you just read it, I'm not saying you're going to know everything about it. Right. And I still don't know everything about but. But he, you really can't jump around, tiptoe around those scriptures right there. Yeah, and, and, and I think that's, that's what's missing from most people's understanding of when we talk about the gift of tongues or <clears throat> any of the gifts of the Spirit, especially tongues and prophecy, things like that. It's like, well, wait a minute, you know, we, we, that's not necessary. We don't need that. I just want to have Christ. Well, he gave you know, these gifts through the giving of the Holy Spirit. And so realistically, you know, the Holy Spirit has come to give you what belongs to Christ. He said, here, I want to give you these gifts so that you can do what God has called you to do until he comes back for you or until you go meet him. These are there so that you can be a blessing. And I like what you said, you know, verse two, you know, verse two is, 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 is huge because we don't speak to men, we speak to God. And we're speaking mysteries in the spirit, which means that God understands, and the only way we'll understand is how we're going to have to pray for interpretation, right? We have to pray that God reveals to us, if it's necessary, um, what the spirit is praying, what our spirit is praying. And I like how you said, it's a choice, you know? It, some people, man, some people have grown up in some traditions in church, where they lock you in a room, 
<laughs> and yeah. they and they make you speak. And some people, you know, the reason why they don't believe in tongues is because when they were forced to do that, they faked it so that the people would back up off of them. They never really yeah. received the gift. And so they faked it. And so they said, well, yeah, see, I don't think that that's real because I had to fake it. And they didn't even know that I was faking. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, it, some of these some of these weird traditions have turned people off, you know, and I don't know if you've had any experiences like that where this gift that is supposed to be to edify. I think it's a, a verse five or so. He says that, you know, the gift of tongues, he that speaks in the tongue edifies himself. And most people say, yeah. see, see, that's no good. Well, wait a minute. If I build myself up, then I'm able to go and build others up. Right. Yeah, if absolutely. I'm comforted, then I can take that comfort and comfort someone else. Right. And so this yeah. gift is to build us up so that we can go and, and build up others. Yeah. Um, praying for interpretation, you know, um, talk to talk to me a little bit about that. You know, why is that so important for us to pray for interpretation? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I don't have all the answers with that. Um but my understanding that I do have is that, you know, like you mentioned, it, it, tongues is not something where you have to do it. You know, God is not a bully. He's a gentleman. And so it, it's, it's not as if the Holy Spirit, you know, when you when you receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit and and that's there's nothing super. You know, I think we've overcomplicated that in the church. It's just almost like a salvation prayer, if you will. You know, you ask, you know, what does it say in the word that, you know. Um, Confess with God, your mouth. If, yeah. If someone were a father, would they give their their yeah. son uh, a, a, a serpent if he asked for bread? And says, no, God wouldn't do that either for those that ask for the Holy Spirit. So you literally just got to ask for the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And and you don't have to have you know fire come over your head and something <laughs> something like that. You know, it's it's just you ask for it, you believe, you receive. It's by faith. You know, and ultimately everything's by faith in the right. kingdom of God. Um. But, uh, yeah, God, God, and, and when we speak in tongues, God doesn't take over our mouth. You know, it's not like we just open up our mouth. That's, that's why we're saying that we have to, it's a choice. You know, we produce the sound, but by faith, we're believing that what comes out is, is the spirit praying for us. And, 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 uh, you know, it, we can develop that. I know that's probably not the best way to say it, but you know, our brain sometimes can get in the way of that. We, yeah. we, our brain wants to tell us that what we're doing is just, it's hocus pocus. It's not real. Um, you didn't receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit when you asked. And that's not what the Bible says, you know. Um, so, you know, to your question, um, the interpretation is, is it, it's available to us all, I believe. Yeah. Um, I, I believe it's something where kind of just like receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit, say, Lord, you know, um, you know, for me, like I said, I, I don't have all the answers to this, but for me, I would just say, Lord, uh, and, and I pray in English. I say, Lord, I, I want I want to understand what what's going on here. I, I, can, I would like you. I'm asking, but not asking, begging. I'm asking like a child that knows he can go down to his mom and dad and say, hey, mom, make me a sandwich because there's communion. There's there's that fellowship. You know, I, I say, God, I'm asking. And I believe that I'll receive revelation of what I'm praying in the spirit. And then I'll just pray. Right. And I don't know if it's for five minutes or it's for an hour or whatever. You just pray in the spirit. There's no time limit. You just you just let it come out. And and I believe, you know, sometimes um, 
I've grown in this area. I, I think sometimes I thought it was going to be like this crazy light bulb that goes off. And then, <laughs> right. you know, you know, but sometimes it's just like as you're praying in the spirit, as long as we're not thinking about the pizza we're going to eat for lunch or the game we're going <laughs> to see later. If we're if we're thinking about the Lord and we're and we're locked into what we're doing, there may be thoughts. There may be someone that comes to mind that you haven't thought about in years. And maybe that's the Holy Spirit saying right now. You don't understand this. You don't know what you're praying for. But right, right. now in the spirit, you're praying for that person. You know what I mean? And, and just also, and I don't, I don't want to put it in a box. I don't want right, to say that right. this is how it is. You know, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, you know, I, and, 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 and Pastor Anthony, feel free to expound on that. Because I know you definitely got a little more, um, you know, revelation in that area than I am. Well, I, no, I, I think you're, I think you're right on point, man. And, 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 and I think the biggest thing for me um is that praying, praying in the spirit, praying in a tongue, you know, is about connecting to God on a deeper level than we could through our own intellect. It really does put you in a place where you are not the, the authority. It puts you in a place where you're submitted to God and you're submitted to the spirit and, and you're you're you're. You're experiencing God instead of, like you said, putting God in the box and saying, God, this is how I'm willing to experience you. I'm actually stepping out right of that box and experiencing him in a different way. You know, the Apostle Paul said, you know, that I will I will pray in the spirit. But he also says I will sing in the spirit. I remember I, yeah. I read that. I was like, whoa. OK, yeah. so. So, so this gift of tongues is not just for prayer, but also worship, you know? And so, and Paul said, I, I, I pray in tongues more than you all. I speak in tongues more than you all. And so the picture that I get is that Paul has times by himself, right? Because he said, I'd rather speak in five words, right? Of my understanding when I'm in the congregation, you know, than yep. 10,000 words in tongues. So that means if he prays in tongues more than all of us or all of them, then by himself, man, you know, he's praying in tongues, he's singing in tongues and he, he th there's this experience. And it and it kind of explains to me, you know, why he has such deep revelation, because he's speaking these mysteries in the spirit. And if God is helping him to understand what it is that the spirit is praying, then, man, I mean, why wouldn't we want to have that gift so that we could commune with God on a deeper and more intimate level. Like Paul said, I speak with the tongues of men and of angels. Now, some people struggle with that uh, angels, you know, and so yeah. we'll use the term heavenly language, you know, or something like that, because yeah. the tongues of angels is like, whoa, wait a minute. You know, why would we need to speak with tongues of angels? And like I said, I, I'm like you. I don't have all the answers. I, I've read that verse over and over again and done research on it. And there's so many kooky things that you come out of. And I just go back to, hey, hey it, this is what it says. This, this, this is what it says. And so I'm going to go with what it says, that there are angelic or heavenly languages. And Paul said, I speak with them. <laughs> you know, I speak yeah. with those languages. Uh, the gift of tongues for you personally, what, what has been the benefit um, to understanding that gift? And is that a gift that, that you flow in? Yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's uh you know it's available for everyone for me personally and this may sound again go to the word see it for yourself don't just take my word for it right um 
I pray in tongues more than I pray in English. I mean, (laughs) if I can be really honest with you, um, and I know I can with you, Pastor Anthony, but if I can be honest with your listeners, man, why would I want to? I mean, let let me put it this way. When I pray in English, my mind can get in the way. My understanding is only is only so much. Right. Okay. So let's say uh, now I'm married. I'm not dating. I'm not dating. Oh, I, I date my wife. I love her. She's you know I you know gotta keep it. <laughs> right. You know. Right. But but, uh, but if if let's say I were dating someone and I really wanted to pursue that relationship with them further, well, you know what? Maybe that's not the person that God has for you. And, and so in your understanding, you see the things on the surface that look really good right. and, and you want to follow it, you know, seeing where this relationship goes, maybe it's, you know, ultimately, hopefully for every believer, we want to get to the point of marriage, you know, hopefully that's the goal and it's not for the other things and the distractions that can come along with it. But, you know, and the whole time, that's not who God has for you anyways. So all I'm trying to say is that my understanding can be limited. So when I pray, so tongues, what it is, is it's the perfect will of God. It's the perfect prayer. Um, you can pray the Bible, and that's the word, you know, the perfect will of God, as long as it's in the proper context. We're in the right. new covenant. We don't pray some of the Old Testament prayers. Um, anyways, that's another topic. But, um, yeah, I mean, I can pray the perfect will of God, and 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 it what it does is it builds me up. Like, like you talked about, you know, just think of like a battery, you know, um, you know, getting charged, getting hooked up to the Holy Spirit, him yeah. edifying you and building you up. I mean, so so in my personal life, I pray in tongues more than I pray in English. And I talk about this in like my my fourth podcast, my third, my third mm-hmm. of the series is, you know, I, I'll pray for tongues when I'm going to, you know, I got my kids and we'll bless the food or, uh, you know, if I'm going to I'm going to you know pray for someone. I'm not going to pray in tongues for someone with when I'm there with them. I'm using the spiritual authority, the believer's authority that I have as a believer, you know, and, 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 you know, I don't pray in a tongue then because I want them to understand what I'm saying. So I'll pray. But for me personally, I mean, why, why would I, so don't get me, don't miss, you know, can screw what I'm saying. There's nothing wrong with praying in English. Nothing wrong with prayer. But what I'm saying is, man, if, if this is, if this is something made available by God, man, if God has something for me, and there's more, I want it. And, 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 and that's available for everyone. Like if, if there's more, let's get it. Let's, let's go after it. Let's pursue it. And so I pray in tongues more than I pray in English because why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I want the Holy Spirit to pray for me and, and, and just pray the perfect will of God and just by faith knowing that, man, I couldn't have prayed any better. That, right. that was great. <laughs> I don't care if it's 30 seconds. Um, or if you got an hour, you know, it's, it's great. Yeah. You know, yeah. Tongues is a, tongues is an awesome gift. And like, like Paul, you know, I, I, I pray in tongues all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I remember reading that and sharing that with somebody and I said, you know, and, and you said the same thing. I said, why wouldn't you want to have this gift if it's available for you? And like you said, it's your choice. The Holy Spirit is not a bully, right? You know, at the end of, uh, second uh, Corinthians, uh, uh, 12, he says, do all pray in tongues or all apostles or all, pro- you know, do all prophesy, do all do mirrors, you know, but he said, pursue the, the best gifts, you know, and he showed, said, I'll show you a more excellent way. And that excellent way is to love. Right. And so yeah. these giftings are supposed to enhance your relationship with God and allow you to go and do the work that he's called you to do. They're not for, 
you know, you to seem like you said more super spiritual than anybody else and, you know, uh, deeper than anybody else. Wow. You know, he speaks in tongues. Ooh, that, that's not what it's about. Paul is saying these things that I speak in tongues more than you all to let them know that this is God, that this is not something else. You know, I, you know, I had a discussion with somebody. He was like, well, that's, you know, the, the, the demons speak in tongues. And I said, well, here's here's my issue. You show me that in the Bible. <laughs> and they can't. They couldn't yeah. show me that in the Bible. There was nowhere in the Bible where a demon spoke in tongues. Right. And. I said, so where did you get that idea? I'll tell you where you got that idea. You got it from modern day. You got it from watching TV and movies and all these kind of things. And, you know, um, your references here and there in the in the word of God. This is a gift that God has given us to build ourselves up so that we can go and be a blessing to each other. You know, there are certain gifts, you know, that because it was like, well, it's supposed to be for the edification of others. But if I don't, if I'm not strengthened, how can I go and strengthen somebody else? You know, yeah. if yeah. I'm not fully converted, you know, Jesus told Peter, he said, so when you're fully converted, go and strengthen your brethren. When you get it down on the inside of you, then go give it away. And I think that's the benefit of tongues along with, you know, just the, the, the ability, because once you get interpretation, Man, now you can go and share, right? What God has been saying in that private time. I keep a notebook, right? You know, in my time where I'm, you know, I, I, I like to walk and pray. So I'll walk and pray. And man, when I get done walking, I go and I grab my notebook and I'm writing down the things that God is, you know, is revealing to me, laying on my heart. A lot of times he's giving me a plan to, to what to do, what to study next, what to, you know, minister. And he'll download through me praying in tongues. And so I, when people argue about it and say, you know what, at the end of the day, you don't have to pray in tongues. Right. There's, right. there's nothing in the Bible that says if you don't pray in tongues, you're not saved, even though people have said that. It's yeah, not true. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. We, we want the fruit of the spirit. And there's more. The fruit of the spirit, I think, is more important than the gifts of the spirit. <laughs> you know, yeah. if I have the fruit that you see, love, joy, peace, kindness, meekness, gentleness, self-control, faith in my life. You can tell I'm saved that way, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I, I can speak in a tongue. We already we already talked about people faking it so they can fake they can fake a prophecy. They can fake speaking in tongues. They can fake some of these you know, the people have faked miracles. Right. And th these are all things that God has given us. But people can counterfeit those. But if you're walking in love, <laughs> it's hard to fake that because <laughs> yeah. you're going to get tired. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, if 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 love is if, if love is the goal. You know, because like you said, you know, we're, love is the main thing. So if we're to love God and we're to love our neighbor. So if I'm doing something that isn't truly inspired by the Holy Spirit, well, then I may have to check myself and say, yeah. well, do I love God? Well, yeah, probably down deep. You love God and, and you do love God. I'm not saying someone's not born again. But what are my motives? You know right. what I mean? Is it, there you go. is it because God's not fooled by it? He knows our hearts. You know <laughs> what I mean? But if we switch to the neighbor part, you know, tongues and, and the gifts and different things, 
if, if, if our motivation is for ourselves, then, then we're not walking in love. We're not, right. we're not loving our neighbors. So, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's always got to come back down to love and, and yeah. Man, that's good. You know, all the gifts should work through love. You know, the goal of operating that is to love God, right? And then love our neighbor. And so as I'm, even, even with the gift of tongues, it seems like a selfish gift, but really what it's doing is connecting you to God and then God giving you what to go and do for your neighbor. If, if you're really operating in it correctly, right? That he's yeah. good, your love for him, your connection with him is then going to produce how you live and love each other, right? Everything should be that way. You know, a miracle should come out of you loving your neighbor, not out of you, like you said, wanting to be important or wanting to be a big shot or, you know, it just doesn't even seem like that should fit. You know, yeah. how, how do I mean, and that's a whole nother podcast, right? <laughs> They're talking about that. But this gift of tongues is a blessing and you want people to be able to receive it. You know, he said, if, if you desire it, then you can just ask, right? And you'll receive yeah. it. It's not something that should be forced on you. It's not something, you know, that should be, you, you should be manipulated by, right? It should be something that is gifted. When I received the gift, it, 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 it nobody laid hands on me. Nobody, it wasn't in a prayer meeting. It was actually in a choir rehearsal. We were just taking some time and worshiping God. And I'm telling you, as I'm sitting here, it was like, this language just came right down on top of my head and came right out of my mouth. And I, when I first spoke in tongues, I sang. Yeah, that's it, cool. It was like a melody. And I was like, what are these words? What is this that is coming out? But it was just an incredible melody, you know? And yeah. I was like, wow, this is amazing. And and I didn't need 18,000 people around me. Speak, speak, speak. You know, all that strange yeah. stuff yeah. that we, it was just a gift. Right. Yeah. And that's the way a gift should be received is just open up your hands and receive it. Not you better take this, you know, yep. any final thoughts on this that you want to share? Um, yeah, well, I guess real quick, uh, a quick story is, you know, kind of how with my mom, I got to minister to her and I was all excited. You know, I wanted to, you know, lead her into receiving tongues. And she had been brought up with a lot of, um, teaching and she thought tongues was evil and stuff like that. And, but she had seen the fruit in my life and she, you know, so she wanted to learn and stuff. Well, anyways, she, she was up for the weekend. I went to work the next day after we had talked about tongues. Well, little did I know she received the baptism of the Holy spirit that night, uh, laying in her bed. Mm. She prayed in tongues. Not, not a lot, just a few little syllables or whatever. The next morning, a relationship in her life of someone very close to her, that had been uh, basically torn apart for the last four or five years. That lady called my mom that next morning when I was gone to work, apologized to her and, and reconnected that language. Now for some, they might just think that's a coincidence, but right. for me, I have zero doubt that was she prayed <laughs> in the spirit, whatever was going on was broken. Mm. And, and yeah, so, I mean, man, God, again, God's not a bully. He's a gentleman. You don't have to receive this gift of tongues, but it's available for you. It's just like a parent that 
man, they can't wait to get their kids downstairs on Christmas day so they can open up their gift. And that's what God's like. God's just like a dad. that's just like, I, I got something else for you and it's going to be good. And it's going to edify you and you're going to be able to build up others. And it's, yeah, it, it, it's just good. And so, um, just to end, I say, you know what, get in the word, see it for yourself. Um, and, and just allow the Holy Spirit to, to minister to you. You don't have to have everything figured out. But man, I encourage you. It will bless you and it'll be good. And I encourage you on your journey to just keep on moving forward. Amen. 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 Um, one of the big things that for me with the gift of tongues is <clears throat> operating in order, right? Decency in order. When we're in the church, everybody shouldn't be speaking, right? You know, yeah. Like scripture says, two or three people, and if they're going to speak out loud, there needs to be an interpreter. If there's not an interpreter, you should be speaking quietly to yourself. You know, a lot of times you see this, you know, masses of people, ah, you know, being, and this turns people off. And because this turns people off, they think it must be demonic. It must be the devil. But God speaks about order. And like you said, he's not a bully. He's not trying to force something on you. If anybody does that, <clears throat> then they're not operating in the spirit of God. Um, yeah. So, um, Brother Jason, if you would, <clears throat> could you pray for those that are listening that might have issues with this gift um, and pray that they would seek God, look in his word and get a revelation and understanding for themselves that they may be able to receive this this wonderful gift of tongues? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, God, you're awesome. You know, we, we, I thank you, Lord, that you loved us first and that uh, because of that, we can have fellowship with you directly with the Father, Lord. You're awesome. And uh, Lord, I just thank you for all those that are listening. I thank you that you're with them in their journey and in their path and the direction that, that, that you want them to go, Lord. I just thank you that, that your desire is us for under, to understand things and, and to understand um what's going on with this gifts. I, I just thank you, Lord, that the Holy Spirit coming upon them is available. And I just pray that you'll help them in their understanding that those who are ready to receive, that they just receive in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, uh, that you're helping them and your spirit is right there with them where they're at. And, and they can just better understand this gift of tongues. And I just thank you, for the path and the, and the plan that you have for them, Lord. We know that it's only good and it's never evil. And I just thank you, God. You're awesome. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> amen and amen. Thank you so much, Brother Jason Marshall. Um, and your podcast is Abundant. Abundance Christian Discipleship. Abundance Christian Discipleship. Check him out. He's on Anchor. Um, and so if you're listening on Anchor, you can just go over and check him out. Um, for all my listeners, thank you for listening. Uh, continue to to support what we're doing. Uh, we're meeting wonderful people. We're networking with wonderful believers all across the globe. Um, and Jason, Brother Jason is just another one of them. Remember, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. These are the two great commandments. Uh, God bless you, and thank you for listening.